Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, brought to you by the parent company, Grow Program. Grow Program helps agents utilize online tools to help market and brand their agency online. Find out more information at www.growprogram.com. Also remember, we have a very strict antitrust and comments policy. You can find those policies online at agentsinfluence.com. Now let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass once again with the Agents Influence podcast. And uh, I think you're really going to like what we've got going on. We've mixed it up a little differently this month. And instead of releasing a video, uh, we just decided to do a podcast. And so I want to talk about a couple things, and we're going to release this topic, uh, talk to you a little bit about a couple new things we've got going on. I've also got uh, a guest speaker on today, which is not a guest. He's actually part of Agent Influence just as much as I am. And then talk about the topic and kind of get into it. Um, at the To start with things, at the very beginning, um, at the intro, you heard me mention a company called Grow. Uh, Grow stands for Generating Revenue Online Workshops. It is our parent company of Agent Influence. The best way that I can sometimes that I can summarize it up for everybody is that uh, Agent Influence is a free platform for agents to express their voices and their opinions, so that we can spread them to the world and uh, help make forward progress and change in the insurance industry, which is nothing but a positive thing. But it's not free. It's not. Or it's free for you, but it's not. Uh, it's not free for us to put on. And so, really, it is owned by Grow, which Grow is the parent company of everything that we will do going forward. And uh, that is where we, I guess you could say is our for-profit company. So we are going to uh, offer a lot of tools for agents to be able to be successful online, to learn things online. Um, and if you go to our GrowProgram.com, you'll see our mission statement there. So once again, just to clarify, Agents Influence will always be free. We will never try to sell you anything. We will never have any commercials on here. The only thing that you will ever hear us talk about is Grow. And that is, once again, the parent company. And that's where, if you feel free that you want to sign up, please go over to Grow Program and sign up. And we will keep you updated on all the fine tools that we have going on over there. So without uh, further ado, what I'd like to bring on to the conversation is our main partner and sidekick. Really, um, Grow was initially started by Jason Cass, which if you guys don't know, that's me, and Ryan Hanley, who's out of Albany, New York. With uh, He's an agent and also director of marketing um, out there of the uh, Murray, Murray Insurance Group. And so um, we realized real quick, though, that this thing was taking on a life of its own. And with Ryan and I being insurance agents, we decided that we were contacted by a cat that we that his name is Brian Appleton. A lot of people have been calling me and emailing me wondering who he is, and I'm glad you are because he is the, uh, as Ryan put, puts it, the missing link to uh, what we needed to get done here at, um, at, uh, at Agent Influence and at Grow to take it and actually give the services that the agents are demanding. So Brian, if you would, uh, say hi and kind of introduce yourself, and if you could give us a, give us a little 30-second minute background about who you are. Yeah, sure, Jason, and uh, great to be on here, and great to be a part of Agent Influence and uh, the Grow program. Um, a little bit about me real briefly. Um, I, I have been in the insurance industry. I, I, I was an agent, so I've been out there uh, with a lot of other people listening to this podcast. I know what it's like. I've been inside the walls of an agency. 
um, I know the good and the bad that comes with it. And uh, I'm war, war, war tested and, uh, you know, w- ready to do a lot more for uh, agents. Uh, this is a very cool thing. It's awesome to be a part of it. Um, what I really wanted to do, and like you said, I uh, wanted to get involved more in the industry and build uh, things to help agents and agencies become better. And that's why I bugged the hell out of you. Uh, probably a year ago, we started a friendship and a partnership, and it's a pretty cool ride. And uh, I think agents influence is just great in what it, we're able to do, uh, taking the voices of the agents um, and putting those out in the industry. And hopefully, we're going to create some change and, and shake things up. And uh, over at the Grow site, you know, like you said, we really want to give agents uh, tools, resources, information, and knowledge that will help make them better. I think we have so many agents out there that are frustrated and um, wish there was a way to, to find the answers and to, to get more information from other agents like themselves. So I really feel like we're creating some, some fantastic things and um, just spreading our message and continuing to, um, to do good things for agents in the industry. Yeah, Brian, and I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we're going to have Ryan on here pretty soon because what we started Grow was actually to go around and, uh, and help agents actually show the things that we've done. Uh, show them how to make the money that we actually have made utilizing some of our social media and digital marketing talents out there. I tell people a lot, but in the last, uh, I started my social media stuff uh, back on uh, April 11th of 2010. And since then, I can actually show you dollar for dollar where uh, I've spent about $7,000 doing all my digital and social marketing in that last 35 months. And I've uh, made about 53000 in new business commissions. So that's what started, uh, I'm sorry, new business and renewal commissions. Um, that's what started Grow. And really, it's just kind of taken a life of its own. So enough about that. You're going to hear us going forward with it. Brian is awesome. Brian has brought some great ideas to the table. And so what we're going to do in this podcast is we're just going to kind of talk about um, just just about some things. And the, and the topic that we want to do for this month was not the topic that Brian and I actually had set up. Brian, I can't even remember what our topic was. I mean, we've got like 25 topics written out in a Google Doc. And and, and I thought, you know, in the first week that we started um, Agents Influence and we did it on uh, commissions and pay structure, we started getting some comments that Brian was like, Jason, look at what these guys are saying. And we kind of noticed that everybody was relating how much they're paid um, by insurance companies uh, to, you know, kind of into how much work they're doing. And they kept relating it to that. And, and Brian brought that to my attention. And I was like, you know, Brian, you're right. And so what we decided to do immediately almost is we decided that we were going to take the next topic and, and, and discuss it now, which is technology. And I think a lot of people will say, wow, that's something that's talked about a lot. We read a lot about it. But the difference of what we're going to do here is we're going to, sec- uh, we're going to segment it into two different technology discussions. The first one, obviously, is using technology in your operation in your agency, using it for operations and workflows and procedures. Then we could also say that technology is you can use it to market and brand and um, and sell your product and enhance relationships. Now, I will tell you that there's a lot of areas that those connect and overlap each other, but we kind of want to split them apart because I know it seems like a month is a lot of time, but really it's not a lot of time to discuss a, uh, a project. I guess you could understand that, Brian. It seems like we ran out of time really fast when we were talking about commissions and pay structures. 
it it, uh, it seemed like that there's uh, people who still wanted to carry that conversation, and that's something we want to talk about later. Is the fact that we are going to carry that conversation over on at the grow site. So that that is that that that's something that we wanted to do. I apologize greatly, folks. I forgot to turn my phone off. So. Uh, here's what we want to start with on technology is once again, we want to talk about the operational um, side of it. And I think you guys are really going to like some of the people that we've got coming on this month. We've got Jeff Yates, who is uh, the director or the leader, I guess I should say, of the Agents Council for Technology or other no, otherwise known as ACT. And that is a uh, huge council that's uh, supported by the Big I, the Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers of America. And uh, and what ACT is is it's the Agent Council for Technology by the supported by the Big I, which is the the Independent Insurance Agents and Brokers of America. You know, I'm, I assume probably most of the agencies out there are a part of that, which is a fantastic organization. And what ACT exactly is is it's a it's a council that brings together agents companies and vendors um, all into the same room into the same discussion and helps them understand what the company is going through rather than the agent is going through and how the vendors can make that a seamless transition and also it just kind of helps everybody know what's going on so we're gonna have Jeff coming up because if a lot of you don't know uh, April is real-time month that's a huge technology we want to talk about it's a blows my mind how many agents are not using uh, real-time technology and I know there's a lot of agents right now or a lot of company people listening to this saying, Jason, are you really serious? Our stats show us that less than 50% of agents out there are actually using real-time technology. And for the other agents out there who are sitting there saying, what is real-time? Probably because you've never heard of it or it's not something you've never decided to act on. I'm not going to say shame on you, but I'm going to say shame on to people not getting in front of you to explain the importance of it because it's uh, it's made me do things in my agency and other agencies we're talking to out there. And then we're going to be bringing on Steve Anderson, probably. You're going to be seeing this, excuse me, backing up. Jeff Yates is we're going to be releasing his podcast on April 9th, which is next Tuesday. And ironically enough, that is National Real-Time Day. So... I will tell you truthfully, with I, 100% honest effort here, I didn't even have that planned, but it just happened to be that that's the way it's coming out. And so, you know, it's just meant to be, Brian. I don't know if I even told you that, but April 9th <laughs> is real time day. Hey, so it works. It, it does. It, it just flows. You know, when you're doing the right things, things just come together. So I'm not saying we're doing the right thing, but we think we are. So uh, then the next week after that, we're going to have Steve Anderson, which I'm pretty sure Everybody out there knows who Steve Anderson is. Uh, Steve Anderson is a uh, he is the editor and owns the Tar Report, where it teaches you about uh, technology. It uh, explains to you about different things that are going on. Uh, feel free to go to steveanderson.com. Um, Steve Anderson says and quotes himself as the insurance agency productivity, technology, and profits. So he does, he, he's unbelievable. And if you've never heard Steve, I encourage you when you see him somewhere that you actually go um, to one of his seminars or go to one of his classes. He, he will blow your mind. I find that I am very technology focused and he blows my mind. But the great thing about Agent Influence, we're going to bring him right on here for you. We're going to bring him right on here so you're going to get 10, 15, 20 minutes of uh, of him and uh, I've got some questions and keep in mind if there's certain things you want me to ask Steve feel free to email me at Jason at agentsinfluence.com if you've got a certain you know certain question say hey ask this to Steve 
It's Jason at agentsinfluence.com, or you can even hit Brian at Brian at agentsinfluence.com. And the other thing I want to add, Jason, we're going to ask him the tough questions. So send us those tough questions that nobody else is asking. That, that's a good point, Brian. That is a good point. That is a good point. There's no easy street here at Agents Influence. No easy street. You want easy street, you can go somewhere else. At Agents Influence, we're trying to get things out on the table to discuss them. And uh, sometimes the things that no one wants to discuss, we will discuss here. But as you heard in the intro... We do have an antitrust policy and a comments policy, and we ask that you respect that 100%. If you don't, your comment will not be seen. We're going to keep this platform up. We've received tons of downloads on our podcast, and we're very happy about what we're doing. Also, at the end of the month, we're going to do kind of a special surprise. I really don't even want to tell you much about it yet because Brian has discovered this technology and kind of shown me some stuff about it that, you know, once again, this is the beauty of Brian, is that uh, we're going to try and do kind of like a virtual panel with some new technology. It may not be new to everybody, but it's new to us. And I think we're going to be able to deliver it in a way that no one's done in the industry yet. And I, I'm, I'm pretty, as I said before, I'm pretty involved in technology. So, I mean, and Brian, do you not agree? Is that not going to be an awesome time? I think it's going to be very cool. Something that uh, even if people know about it, they haven't seen it that much. It's so it's so new and, and it's barely being used right now. I think it's going to be a, a totally different concept and people will get a lot out of it. And, and not only that, Brian, would you not agree that it's something that people can use in their agency to help their clients? I mean. That's the thing we want to do. We want to show people what's possible, and I and I totally agree with that. It could be a very cool tool for a lot of agencies. So I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. It is. It's going to rock. It's going to rock. It's going to rock. So let's get uh, right into this conversation about technology because I think that that's important when we talk about this discussion of technology and as we discussed earlier in operations and workflows. Let me read. Just start reading a couple of these comments that have been out there. You think that's a good way to start? You know, Brian, just kind of let. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Let's let let's let the people's voice be heard. All right, here's the people's voice. On some of the comments and once again, you know, just got that uh, shameless self-promotion. You can go to agentsinfluence.com and you can read these comments. Um, between the comments and the emails we've got we received, we received over about 80 in our first month. So uh, there was a lot to go through and a lot to answer, but that is one thing that Brian and I will always do is answer the comment um, because we want you to know that your voice is being heard. Um, and then what we've got here is, you know, the first one that I've got from a guy uh, that came in that I thought was pretty interesting, and I apologize, it's not a guy, her name is Stacy, and, uh, you know, she, she was talking about, she listened to the video about agents' uh, per, uh, compensation and commission structure, and she said to me, she says, Jason, here are my biggest beefs with why they don't pay us enough in commission. She says is because we are uh, we do not get renewals sent to us every six months or every year. I have to print them off on deck pages and put them in the insured's file because most of the companies do not send us the new deck pages and renewals. Well, I got to tell you, when I read that, I thought to myself, I don't want them to send me new deck pages and renewals, and I would like them to do it electronically. Actually, I have a couple of companies that don't, and I told them if they don't change their game plan in the next uh, six months to a year, I'm going to ask them to ixnay right out of my office, say. You know what I mean? Because I'm not trying to be rude here, and I mean, I understand we're trying to use companies that partner with us, but... Being a partner is understanding how I do business, and a lot of my companies do understand it. Um, do we not understand that there is a technology out there called real-time? It's called download. Um, I have a management system, 
And, you know, whenever I make a change, if I make a change today at 8 in the morning or 12 in the afternoon, when I wake up tomorrow and I go check my management system and I check my activity report, I'll see that that change was made. So rather than going to the company's website, seeing if they made the change, you know, however you may do it in your workflow, it's as simple as logging into your management system. And, and, and running a report that says all activities are uh, done last night or all downloads that were done last night. Sometimes I'll sound a little ignorant in this because I have an assistant, Lori, who actually does that stuff for me. Um, but the thing is, and, and another thing is, 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 agent, is uh, agent management systems. It blows my mind that they say that 30 to 40% of the agencies out there don't have an agency management system. I, I'll be honest, I, I don't know how you run an agency without it. I mean, I guess you can. Obviously, it's been done for hundreds of years. But in the world we live in today, especially as I'm talking about the ways that companies um, deal with this and work with this, how in the heck is that possible? I, I just really don't know. So these are things called downloads. So what blew me away by what Stacy was saying was not only is, is that actual the way we used to do it in the 90s as opposed to the way she's doing it today, we have to understand some, some other reasons. If if she goes and she prints off this 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 application or this deck page, she then puts it into a file. If if in the day before there was actually a change that was made, the really the policy j that she just printed off that was as she claims 121 pages long is now outdated. It's not even correct anymore because Jim Bob, who she just downloaded his policy has now made a change the day before. She downloads the policy. It's outdated. It's got vehicles that are on it. So then she has to go in and then she has to print out the endorsement and then put it in the file. I mean, we're, we're wasting ink here. We're wasting paper. We're wasting time. It, it's unbelievable. And her justification was is that she's getting paid less commission because she's getting paid less commission and having to do more work. Now this is a controversial statement here and please understand this doesn't apply to everybody, but I think it does. I have been in the business for 12 years and Brian, this is just so you know this man, I, I've never had my commissions cut by a company. Now I can say they've, they've, uh, now I can say that's not for everybody. I assume there's agents out there cause I hear them gripe about it enough, but I've never, you know, when I was started in the business, bro, I was getting, anywhere from 15 to 17% commission. Um, and I know we're, you know, I'm not going to name any companies, but on an average, that's what I was getting. And on average, I'm still getting that today. Now I had a company today that, uh, or yesterday actually, that sent me a new commission schedule, actually said they were going to up my commission to 18% if I wrote the whole package and was going from 15 to 13% if I wrote it monoline. Mono so to be honest with you, Brian, I, I don't think that that's bad. I mean, that's that's how you should be running your agency, in my opinion, you know? So the other thing I wanted to say, though, that was amazing to Stacy was, is that not only are they providing download for you that you're not taking advantage of, but the companies are actually paying a fee to have that download occur in your office. So... So they're actually taking on an expense to help you save money. And so when we start looking at this from a different route and it's just not everybody's against me, um, I'm an agent, but I'm also an agency owner. So I don't want to pick sides, but that's what we need to not do is pick sides. And we need to focus in on realizing that the companies are actually trying to help us. And it doesn't always come down to so much.
So if you want to run your business like it was in the 1990s, the commission they're paying you is probably not enough. But if you want to run your business like it should be ran in 2013, uh, they're probably paying you adequately. I mean, it's just the way that it is. You talk to the agencies out there that are that are that are have technology and are using using it, and their and their workflows and their procedures and their downloads and their uploads and their and their endorsements and their commission payments. I mean, that's another thing I got to talk about before before I do. I want to hear what Brian has to say. I mean, Brian, do you you have any thoughts on anything well, that I'm saying a, right now? Yeah, this is a great point. I mean, it's such a an industry wide issue. The the great thing about being an independent insurance agent is you can run your own company. You can make your own decisions and do your own things. But why is there such a wide array of how everybody is doing everything? Uh, like you said, a lot of these insurance companies are paying for this technology. Is there not, you know, in your shoes, is there not a good educational process once they give the technology? Are the agencies not creating processes and procedures? I mean, there's this there's this whole problem that I see in people that I talk with, and um, they're so consumed with working in their agency on a regular basis instead of working on their agency. You know, they get so tied up with I have to do all these policies and the paperwork and the blah 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 blah. If you spend a little bit of time and focused on technology and how you could leverage it to save yourself hours and hours, man hours and efficiency and paper. I mean, look at all the money some of these agencies Good spend point. on paper. They could save thousands of dollars a month in paper. Um, if you took a little bit of time and looked at how to work on your business and talk to other agents, it, it could totally transform your agency. Why is this? Where's the disconnect? Because everybody's kind of running around, kind of like chickens with their heads cut off, doing their own thing. And it's, it's like we can't come together as an association or as an industry as a whole and say, guys, we need to do these things to, to be profitable, to compete against the Geico's and the, the, you know, the big guys of the world that are going to kill us with their you know, the technology and how easy they can make things. If we can't get on board with that and how the next generation is going to buy, what's going to happen to us? Where are we going to be 10, 20 years from now? Because this is coming and it's coming fast. Uh, you know, what do you think about that and just the, the entire disconnect with, with agencies and, and what they're getting for technology and how they're using it? You know, I've got a son uh, who uses an iPad for school. And this is one thing people need to think about. My son's 14 years old. Uh, my Also, my little one uses an iPad as well for school. And he brings he doesn't bring textbooks homes anymore. He he doesn't have the uh, the sore backs that we had, Brian. And um, you know he uh, doesn't lug around textbooks. He will open up his iPad and do his homework. And right there from his desk in his room, he can send the uh, he can send in his homework right to his teacher. It comes to her iPad. She grades it. If there's any issues, she can send it back to him, and he can work on it right there. This is what this generation, my son's 14 years old. He's going to be driving in two years. If he wasn't, if his dad was, didn't own an insurance agency, he'd be buying insurance from somewhere, okay? Especially when he's 18 or 19 and he doesn't live in the house anymore. Boy, I hope. I know everybody out there is, <laughs> everybody out there is laughing right now. But hey, it's still my thought, okay? So, um, you know, they, you start thinking about this and, and, and it really, these are what that consumer's expecting. You know, that is how they're expecting to transact business because that's how they transact business in school. So we, you know, we've really, really got to start thinking about this. And, and I can get way off on this stuff and I apologize, but there's also a lot of agents out there right now that said, hey, you know, I've been doing this for three to five, I, in three to five years, I'm going to be retiring. Jason, there's no reason for me to go spend this money to upgrade my office to start using some of the technology that I need to. And I say, wow, you're wrong. Yep, I know. You may not like it. may hurt a little bit. But sometimes the truth hurts, especially when you look in the mirror. Now, when I'm telling you this, if I've got an agency that I'm going to go buy, 
and they're charging a million dollars. And I got another agency over here that I'm looking at that's charging a million dollars. It's almost just like your insurance policy. When the price is the same, what are the extras I'm getting? Because that's what's going to make the sale. So you have to look at the fact that I now am going to buy this agency over this agency. I'm going to get internal. Who's using technology for their off their operational workflows, procedures? Who's using technology to connect with, make relationships, sales, marketing, and brand their agency or their agency to the community? Those are the things that are important going forward. So for everybody to sit there and say, I'm retiring in three to five years, keep in mind what I said earlier. I haven't even been on social media for three years and I've already been seeing a huge return on it. So and, there's and I'm just going to add to that too, Jason. Um, that's the beautiful thing of technology. If you're a young guy looking to start your own agency, that's the beautiful thing about technology. And if you're somebody that's been around for a while and you're not getting on board, you better be scared because that young guy is going to come into your market and he's going to do things so effectively and so quickly and create profits so quickly. He's going to start saturating your market so fast your head's going to spin. You're right. So if you're, if you're a young, aggressive guy that wants to get started and understands technology and how to use it, you could start a very um, you know, bootstrapped agency out of your home, very few resources, maybe have one staff person, and you could just start kicking butt. Um, and, and if you're somebody in his, that marketplace and you're not on board with technology, you better watch out because these guys are going to be coming and they're going to be coming fast. So that's the good and the bad about technology, and, and, and a lot of agents need to wake up to that. You're darn right they need to. I told that to an agent about a year or two ago, and he contacted me recently and told me that the amount of money he spent, he's already seeing a return on it three times, and then he also believes that now selling his agency, his value has went up. Right on, brother. Keep it pumping because you are right about that. You know, I've got another comment here, Sean Hurst, and this guy got it, you know, and that's why I really like uh, this is Sean Hurst. I reached out to him. He's out of Arkansas. And uh, by the way, did you guys know that the number one crop grown in Arkansas, do you know what it is? I mean, think about it. Brian, do you know what the number one crop is? Did I ever tell you this? I have no idea. The number one crop grown in Arkansas. Matter of fact, they grow more of this stuff than the next two states combined. Rice. Really? Yeah. Right. Never guess that. I was down there talking with some agents. See, this is the beauty of talking to other agents. You learn things like this. Now, how valuable this is, I don't know. Maybe if I go on a game show or something. But I, it's you know, I, rice. They said that most of the eastern side of Arkansas, about six, uh, about sixteen to eighteen inches down, has nothing but red clay underneath it that holds water. And so I guess they discovered this in the 1800s or whatever. When you know, when you know, when the corn wouldn't grow because the land kept flooding. You got to find something else to do. What a great uh, uh, metaphor for the way we can run our agency. If it ain't working, you know, you need to fix it. And I also like the thing that someone says: if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, I say if it ain't broke, make it better. That's what I say. So anyway, sorry. See how I get off on topics, Brian? You know. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Sean's there from Arkansas, and he says, uh, being very new to the industry. Great, Sean, to have your eyes open and realize what's going on. I was wondering why it is that carriers put less value on independent agents. Now, we're not going to sit here and blow up carriers on this, but the way that I took, and if you read more of his comment, I think there is an um, unfair advantage. A lot of the our independent companies are going direct, and they're utilizing technology that they need to be teaching to the independent insurance agent. You know, a lot of us have 
um, reps that come in and they talk to us and, you know, they think taking us to lunch is one of the things we love. And don't get me wrong, I always take a free lunch. But agency representatives, I'm sorry, company representatives, they're in 20 different agencies in a given week. Me and my agency, I'm in my agency in a given week. So I live in my own little world. I may read trade magazines out there, but do those trade magazines know who I am? Do they understand who I am? Do they know my workflows and my procedures? Do they know if I'm outdated or new age? And I think that's a responsibility that we need to take as company reps out there. You need to take this, this advantage and say, if I want to provide a value to my agency owners, maybe I should tell them what's going on in other agencies. You don't have to use towns or, or names, but you could say, hey, I want to tell you about this agency that I knew that had 10 filing cabinets five years ago, made a decision to change, used some basic technology, and now they're down to two filing cabinets, and those are just for some of their very, very large clients that require a lot of paper. Because I can't say, anybody who says that they're 99 per, that they're 100% paperless out there is absolutely lying to you. No one is 100% paperless. It's just not. The world we live in is not paperless. It doesn't allow us to transact business paperless, so don't buy into that BS. So if you're not 100% paperless, you're fine. So that is where our reps need to be. They need to be saying, would you be interested in hearing how they did that? Maybe sitting down and talking with them. If they even express more interest, maybe there needs to be an operational guide that's two or three pages long in a PDF that, they under, that the rep can then give to the principal right there or then can send it to them later and say, hey, look this over. I want to discuss this when we come back. All of a sudden, you've almost become like a consultant, you know? And I understand a territory rep can only do so much, but once I am I am turned on to something and I know about it, then that's maybe when I would go get a consultant to say, hey, I like what this person's doing here. How did they do it? Or maybe you would even say to the rep, let me talk to that owner. Ask that owner if I can call them to talk about how they did it. I mean, if the owner lives far away from you, let's be honest, we sit around at these conventions and we have our beers and we have our drinks and we talk about our secrets as long as someone's not within 100 miles of us. We also should be doing that when it comes to technology and other things. Because in the end, what it does is it increases your profitability. It increases your relationship with your clients because you're giving them now the service they need. It increases your value of, as an agency. It increases the fact that you're going to be able to hire and also retain young agents. There is nothing in this world that drives a young agent more than an outdated agency. Do you know how I know that? Because I worked at one for seven and a half years and they didn't want to change and I left and I started my own. And matter of fact, they just sold their agency last summer and they sold it for about 30% less than what they should have. And I was on a non-compete, so it's not because I took the business. It's because they're old and they're outdated. I have to also say, to be fair, it's one of the greatest agencies in the world and they taught me a lot of stuff, so I'm not doubting them. But when we're talking about technology this month, it's true to know that this is the way that it is. So Brian, without getting too much more talk and, and you know, of, I mean, is there anything else that we really need to throw out there? I mean, do, don't you think we've probably created some conversation? I mean, what, what, what am I missing here? No, I think that's some great stuff. Um... You know, the last thing I just want to put, and maybe this is a question out to the audience listening, 
is why is there such, you know, agency owners or if you're an agent, what's your frustration? Why, you know, like you said, getting three times the value or, or five times the value or 10 times the value. I had somebody tell me once, they said, if you could invest $100 a month and get $1,000 back and save time and resources and staff time and gain profitability, why aren't you doing that? Because there's so much software out there that can, you know, or technology or, or anything uh, improved operations that could do that for you. Is there, you know, is there, is there a disconnect? Is there something you're missing? Are they afraid to spend the money? You know, some agents say, well, the, the first ones to do the big technology jumps are the ones that get hit by all the arrows. You know, they, you know, they're spending twenty-five, fifty thousand $50,000 to create a website and do stuff. It's not that way anymore. You can, you can try a lot of technology for very cheap. A lot of them have free trials and, you know, all this stuff, um, you know, try it, use it, see what works for you. So, What's the fear? Why are, why are they not making moves on some of this stuff and not, uh, you know, doing those things? And then what are some of the, I would ask too, what are some of your biggest struggles as an agent or an agency, you know, with your technology right now? Um, and, and with the companies, are, are insurance companies not doing enough to, to teach you and to show you and, and help you learn? Or do you just feel so overwhelmed by your daily agency operations that um, you just don't feel like you have time to do it? What's going on? Just let us know and let us uh, hear your voice on this stuff because I, I think there's so much that we haven't even talked about today that I think is going to come up is going to make other great podcasts and for things to talk about with the other guys we're going to interview in the coming weeks. But um, I just really want to know what people think and, and why is there still such a, a disconnect or something missing with independent insurance agents? Good points. I had a large district manager from or a district manager from a very large insurance company call me last Thursday. And he told me the thing that he loves the most about agents' influence is he's actually being able to hear what agents are actually feeling and thinking and doing. He said, when I walk into their office, everything's beautiful and they're right in this business. And, and it's not because they're lying, he said, or they're trying to hold something back. He said, it's, it's kind of like, oh, that's how he said it. He said, it's kind of like arguing with your wife. He said, you know, they, you get into an argument and and she throws something out at you, or you know, if you're a woman listening to this, same thing with your husband. Um, but uh, they throw something out, and you say, "I'm tired of you doing that." And they say, "Well, tell me when else I, uh, whenever, uh, whenever I've done that before." Well, it's hard at that moment in time to actually think of something. You know that you've got a different perspective on things. The emotions are high. You're you're com you're confronted face to face. And I think we get that same kind of thing whenever our reps come and say, hey, tell us our problems. Tell us the things we're doing wrong. Tell us the things we're doing right. And he told me that uh, that's what he loves about it. So as, as Brian just stated, be sure to tell us those things. We need to know, um, not so we need to know, but the world needs to know. You know, um, so I just, I just love it. I love what this platform's about, and that's just not me saying that. Um, I will tell you a couple people who called me at the beginning and told me they didn't like it and thought I was walking the wrong line have actually now backtracked and uh, are believing in this. And actually one or two of them have actually comment, commented now on Agents Influence. So, And that's so. so cool, Jason. And and you mentioned before, you know, even at association events and stuff, agents talk about stuff, but we don't really talk about stuff to form solutions or we don't really get down to the the hard stuff because people walk the line or they might say the wrong thing or upset the wrong person or upset the wrong company. There's a way to do it without doing those things, but we, we need to dig in and really get down to what's, what's at the root cause of a lot of these problems and how can we make it better? Because as I said earlier, and I've heard an agent say this, us as independent agents, we're not each other's competition. 
the Geico's of the world are a competition. How do we come together and beat those guys? Because again, if we don't get on board with things like technology and working together better to, to form solutions, we're going to be in trouble. So that's why we're doing agent influence. That's why we're doing grow. Um, that's why we're doing all these things. Again, one last point for grow, go over to the site, give us your email in the orange uh, sign up box. And uh, we'll be sure to keep you abreast of new products, free stuff that we're giving away. Um, just amazing stuff that we're going to do for agents and agencies. So um, that's just my last thing, Jason. But again, it's been a good uh, podcast and I, I'm happy to be on uh, on one finally. Well, fantastic. And Brian, uh, I hope you guys get to know Brian. Um, once again, he, he's got a background in technology. So it's not like we just found Brian and, and said, hey, come aboard. As he said, he bought he bugged me for a lot of months when, you know, he kept trying to show me this vision of what he had. And and uh, then he took my vision and, and our visions actually were very parallel. So I appreciate everything you're doing, Brian. Um, keep in mind that you can contact me at jason at agentsinfluence.com, but you can also contact Brian at brian at agentsinfluence.com. And uh, if you want, uh, you can even reach out to Ryan at agentsinfluence.com, or you can reach out to him at ryan at ryanhanley.com. Uh, he has his own podcast where he teaches about sales and marketing, and he's going to be big time in the next pot and next month where we're going to do technology for marketing, branding, and uh, and uh, sales and enhancing and creating relationships. It's going to be an awesome month. But in the meantime, here this month, once again, we're going to have Jeff Yates coming out next month. Uh, our next Next week, I should say, on April 9th, and then we're going to have Steve Anderson, who's going to be coming on and just spilling some awesome information. I, I'm telling you, I love this guy. And then we also have that special surprise coming up to where I think this is going to be interactive and awesome, and if it's everything that we uh, dream it to be, I think it's going to be there. So um, in the meantime, I, I steal this lyric and I kind of change it uh, from, from somewhere else, but... Uh, let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. And if you want, also comment where and what lyric is that from. Now, remember, I changed the word voice and I put something else in there. But what song does that come from? Let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. I'd love for you to comment and let me know that. And uh, once again, tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and we're going to tell the world what you have to say. This is Agents Influence. Appreciate your time and look forward to the next podcast coming out on April 9th. Thanks.